I'm Jimmy Murray, and this is the History Fact of the Day. Today's history lesson is on... A Brief History of Replay in Sports. One of the first instances occurred during Hockey Night in Canada in 1955 on a broadcast on CBC Television, which stands for Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Producer George Retzlaff used a wet film replay, also known as Kinescope, which aired several minutes later. Videotape was introduced in 1956 with the Ampex quadruplex system. However, it was incapable of displaying slow motion, instant replay, or freeze frames, and it was difficult to rewind and set index points, so this thing was ultimately useless. It sounds like that sucks for whoever made that. The end of the March 24th, 1962 boxing match between Benny Paré and Emil Griffith was reviewed a few minutes after the bout ended in slow motion by Griffith and commentator Don Dunphy. In hindsight, it has been cited as the first known use of slow motion replay in television history. CBS Sports Director Tony Verna utilized a system to enable a standard videotape machine to instantly replay on December 7, 1963 for the network's coverage of the U.S. military's Army-Navy game. The instant replay machine weighed a light 1,300 pounds, or close to half a ton. After technical hitches, the only replay broadcast was Raleigh Stickway's touchdown. It was replayed at the original speed with commentator Lindsey Nelson advising viewers, Ladies and gentlemen, Army did not score again. I said that too happy for somebody who uh, rather enjoys the Navy side of the football rivalry, but that's fine. I'm sure uh, who who said it, Lindsey Nelson was very happy as well as were, uh, every Navy fan of the time. Moving along, the problem with older technology was the difficulty of finding the desired starting point. Verna's system used audio tones activated as an interesting event unfolded, which technicians could hear during the rewinding process. That's actually very clever in a world without digitization, so good on them. Replay from analog disc storage was tried out by CBS in 1965 and commercialized in 1967 by the Ampex HS100, which had a 30-second capacity and freeze-frame capability. And I'm just going back up real quick where they the ones that did the quadruplex system, so they stayed in the game. That's good for them. Instant replay has been credited as a primary factor in the rise of televised American football, and how, although it was popular on television even before then. While one camera was set up to show the overall live action, other cameras, which were linked to a separate videotape machine, framed close-ups of key players. Within a few seconds of a crucial play, the videotape machine would replay the action from various close-up angles in slow motion. Prior to instant replay, it was almost impossible to portray the essence of an American football game on television. Viewers struggled to assimilate the action from a wide shot of the field on a small black-and-white television screen. However, as Eric Barnow says in his book, Tube of Plenty, The Evolution of American Television, with replay technology, brutal collisions became ballets, and end runs and forward passes became miracles of human coordination. Thanks in large part to instant replay, televised football became evening entertainment, perfected by ABC TV's Monday Night Football, and enjoyed by a wide audience. Marshall McLuhan, the noted communication theorist, famously said that any new medium contains all prior media within it. McLuhan gave Tony Verna's invention of instant replay as a good example. 
until the advent of Instant Replay, televised football had served simply as a substitute for physically attending the game. The advent of Instant Replay, which is possible only with the television, marks a post-convergent moment in the medium of television. Instant Replay may have been the most important thing to happen to sports and television at the same time. Instant Replay may have been the most important thing to happen to sports and television at the same time. I'm Jimmy Murray. Thanks for listening to History Facts on the Kid Friendly Network. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Executive producer, Chris Kremitzos.